Hi, this is Roan with the Roan Dolph Show, and I am here with Joe... Bergen. Bergen. Joe, I forgot your last name. Sorry about that. No worries. <laughs> and Joe is... Um, has been in business, um, and he's also, uh, you've had churches, you've actually uh, been involved in the ministry, so you've Correct. kind of bounced back and forth, so uh, Joe and I have been sitting here just talking about some different things, and uh, so we're just going to kind of share a little bit about what we've been talking about. Uh, we've been talking about how business people are, are called to be in business, and and one of the th- one of the things you need to do as a business person, or really as anybody, is to understand what your calling is, and then to acknowledge it. Because if you don't acknowledge what that calling is, it's kind of hard to receive from God, isn't it? Right. They, um, the scripture says if, that if uh, those who come to God must believe that He is, and He is the rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Yeah, that's right. And um, uh, and so first off, you have to recognize that there is a God. Right. And that he wants to have a relationship with you, right? Um, like I like I love the phrase from uh, from the shack. Uh, Papa is especially fond of you. Yeah, you know I just I just you know yeah. You can say well God loves you, but yeah, that's, that's an abstract. You know when you hear it so often, it's like Jesus saves. Well, does does he save at Bank of America, or is he over at the, or is he using Chase Bank, or what? You know, uh, it's become a phrase that has lost its meaning. That's right. But when you rephrase it, or you, uh, or you present it in a different way, and you use the use the phrase, Papa is especially fond of you. It gives people pause. They because it's it's more personal. That's right. And uh, and so people have to recognize that Papa is especially fond of them, no matter. Doesn't matter where they've been, no matter where they are, no matter what they've done, it doesn't change him. Right. He remains immutable, unchangeable. Right. He doesn't, and he never changes his mind. Right. He made a decision that he was fond of you, and it stayed. Right. And uh, so that's pretty cool. It is. So cool. once you recognize that that Papa is especially fond of you, then you have to recognize that that he has a purpose. He has a design. You were created. Uh, you know, uh, scripture tells us that we were formed in our mother's womb. We were created. Our DNA, in essence, uh, was crafted by God uh, in our mother's womb for us to be who we are right. in particular. Right. And that uh, that crafting uh, was for a purpose, for a specific purpose. And that uh, to follow that purpose or to fulfill that purpose, he gave us gifts. So right. not only is there a calling, but there are also gifts. And the gifts are, again, without strings attached, and uh, they are irrevocable. They don't ever, God never took them back. Right. You always have the gifts that God gave you from before you were born. That's right. That's right. And so we have to recognize that uh, we are called and that we're also gifted. Right. And with that gift... The thing that's you know that we got to keep in mind is, if if you're a pastor, he's going to speak to you about that gift of being a pastor. If you are a teacher, or if you are a an apostle or a prophet, whatever your gift is, he's going to speak to you. He speaks to us the same way. He just speaks to us about different things, or he speaks to us in ways that are related to that gift. So if you're in business and he's going to speak to you 
one of the things that he's going to talk to you about is your business. He wants to talk to you about your business because that's your, if that's your gift and your calling, and a lot of us are called into the, into the, into the business world so we can be in the marketplace. So that's, and, and that's really exciting. Now, I like the way you brought that up though. Uh, Papa is especially fond of you because actually that's something that I do as well. I don't, I, there are certain words that are kind of Christian type words that I like to change because they have no picture to me. They have no, they have no meaning to me. And I like to replace those words, like the word faith sometimes, I will replace that with just believing. Because if I really believe something, it's going to cause an action on my part. So, going back to the gift, if you really believe that you have a calling and you have to, you have to believe that first, then it'll cause an action. Well, we actually know that the faith without works is dead. Right. By itself. Jim mm-hmm. said that. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you can have all the faith you want. You can believe all you want. But unless you are acting on that belief, then it's not really belief. It's not really faith. It's perhaps an idea, mm-hmm. perhaps a concept, mm-hmm. perhaps a dream, but it's not faith. It's not right. belief. Mm-hmm. It's just a wish. Right. has to motivate you to, to take an action. If it, doesn't, if it doesn't motivate you to take an action, then it's not really believing. And then sometimes people get into a mistake because they're actually taking an action and yet they're struggling with, you know, is this God or is it not God? But at the same time, they're actually taking that action. So they're actually moving in faith even though their mind is you know, kind of in turmoil. Right. So, you know, if we're, if we're called to be in business, if we're called to be in the marketplace, whatever that calling is, we have to believe that God's going to speak to us in that. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna want to talk to us about what we're doing. He's going to want us to do things that we hadn't really dreamed or, or imagined. Well, we have to move forward um, in an assumption here that not only does God want to speak to us, but that He is. We have to understand. We have to. We have to move forward with the understanding that God wants a dialogue, right, all the time, all the time, and um, we, we can refer to it as prayer. Uh, but a long time ago, there was a guy who wrote a book because uh, it was entitled "Prayer: Conversation with God." Right, and of course, conversation. It requires listening. Mm-hmm. You know, we can, uh, but more often than not, our prayer times are petition times, or coercion <laughs> times, or deal making times. You know, let's make a deal. Um, or if you'll you know, do this, I'll do this. Yeah, you know, you know, God, if you'll if you'll heal my brother, then I'll for you know for I'll donate <laughs> I'll donate to the church or. Or I'll go into ministry, or right. I'll, you know. And it's funny because on Mash there was a uh, a um, an episode when Radar, who was the company clerk, uh, Corporal Radar O'Reilly, he um, got bit by a dog, but they couldn't find the dog, so he had to undergo a series, start and under to undergo a series of rabies shots. Right. And this was back in the late fifties, mm-hmm. and in the late fifties that meant a series of shots into your belly. Right. That were painful. Very. 
and um, and so they uh, toward the end of the show they find the dog and the dog is not rabbit <laughs> and so they can um, they uh, they come to radar the, the the colonel does and says we found the dog we don't we don't have to continue with the with the um, uh, uh, treatment anymore and uh, he's, you know radar is ecstatic except then he, he takes his hat off and he holds it next to his chest and he looks up to heaven and said and God I'll follow through all my all my promises no more hells and dams just like I said but I'm not sure about the whole thing about the ministry yet you know <laughs> and um, uh, and that's unfortunately what our prayer times too often are yeah we're trying to either coerce what we consider to be an unwilling God or we're trying to bargain right and uh, and the psalmist wrote that that the Lord is, is longing to be gracious to us. And the implication there is that he is more, he is looking forward more to opportunities to be gracious to us than we are giving him opportunities to be gracious to us. And we have to go back to the, 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 to the whole, the understanding of the word grace, which, which is unmerited favor. We can't earn it. So it's, it's no matter of, there's no amount of coercion. There's no amount of, uh, bargaining that you can do that's going to move God, right? Um, and um, because God has already chosen to love you, He's already chosen uh, that He has already chosen you, but He's also chosen to be fond of you, right? Right? Yeah, which is really amazing sometimes <laughs> that He's, you know, that fond of us. Sometimes we we're doing things that we, you know, that our heads just screaming, you know, and. And yet he still loves us. You know, I've had some very interesting experiences um, when I've had my feelings hurt or I've been, you know, I, I remember a time in particular when I was a first, you know, a, a Christian, a new Christian, and I was really upset over something. I mean, you know, my mind was just racing, being so, you know, angry and hurt. And, and God's really spoke to me during that time. And it really shocked me that he even would. Because in my mind, that's the worst time, you know, why would you speak to somebody who's, you know, obviously not following the word? And yet, he did, tremendously. It was amazing. But, you know, um, Joe, I was reading a study and it said that today a lot of people have a hard time being by themselves. They have a hard time uh, being quiet and being by themselves. And if you're going to spend time with God... You have to do that. You just got to... I like to get in a dark room. I like to get up very early in the morning, like 3 o'clock when everything is dark, and I'll start talking to God, and then I just get quiet. I don't say anything. I just sit there, and I just listen for God to speak to me. And I usually I don't go to bed until, until He does, until I can actually hear Him. Of course, He's always speaking to me, but sometimes I got to get through all the junk that's running through my head. All the white noise. Yeah, all the white noise until I can settle down and actually get a word from him. Well, but that's that's our society today. We have, mm -hmm. you get in your car, you turn on the radio. You get home, you turn on the TV. Um, and if, if that's not the case, then, well, uh, even with that being the case, then, the, then you also have the social media that's always demanding your attention. Right. Your phone is always alerting you that here's the, the, the newest news highlight. Right. You know, some tragedy taking yeah. place somewhere in the world, or here's the newest gossip about the, the, the you know about a celebrity somewhere. Right. So there's this bombardment mm -hmm. um, 
uh, of sight and sound mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, that's constant. And in order to be able to hear what Elijah uh, encountered as that still small voice, you like you said, you have to be quiet. And that quiet can take any number of forms. It can be in the dark in right. the morning or at night. It can be on a walk in the, you know uh, through the neighborhood. It it can be uh, while you're driving. And, you know, you don't, rather than turning the radio on, you don't turn the radio on. Right. And I actually do that, by the way. I like to, you know, drive my car, have the radio off, especially when I'm driving on a, you know, like I used to do it a lot when I was driving from here to Tucson because it would just be a, you know, it would be a a blank time, turn everything off, and I'd just, you know, have a time of, I don't know if you call that prayer, or just a time of being alone and just not say anything. Let God speak to me. So you're right. That was another one of my prayer times. <laughs> In my car. <laughs> so that, yeah. So, and if you don't do that, how are you going to hear about, you know, what your gift is, what your calling is, what you're supposed to be doing in the marketplace, how you're supposed to be witnessing to people. Right. Um, you know, because God will tell you what's coming up. I mean, if you're going to, you know, if he wants you to do something during the day, he'll tell you about it. He'll give you for, you know, some for, you know, uh, knowledge about that a lot of times. If you're in the prayer, if you spend time, you'll have an encounter that'll be, you know, a God encounter. But you got to, you got to be open to have him talk to you. And then you got to be open if he's going to speak to you about your business, which right. he wants to do. Yeah. And there has to be a recognition that, that, uh, Owning a business, working in a business, um, doing something in what's referred to uh, in the secular world as mm-hmm. opposed to the ecclesiastical world, right? Can be can be and is as much of a calling as it, as if you were to go into the ministry. Not everyone is called to go quote unquote into the ministry, which you know as a pastor or you know uh, an evangelist or a missionary, um, kind of an idea. But uh, Paul writes. And numerous times about the gifts of God, and there is a variety of gifts, and there are a variety of callings, there are a variety of workings, there are a variety of ways, and then he he lists, but the but some places the list is definitive. There are these nine gifts, or there are these seven, or there are these five, but other places it's just a random listing that that has an ellipse after it. It's you know there are gifts of serving, there are gifts of leading. There are, you know, there are all these gifts, but then there's an ellipse because there are more than that. Right. It's not limited to these nine or these five or these seven. You know, when we do that, then we limit uh, the spirit's intent and the spirit's and the spirit's ability to to show us. Well, what am I doing? You know, what? How does? How does? Uh, and, uh, how does what it is I'm involved in, the business that I'm involved in, or the, or the um, activity that I'm involved in, how is that a manifestation of my gift if the giftings are only limited to these numbers? Right. And they're not. Right. And we have to recognize that, that they're not. That's right. Not everybody that Jesus encountered left their boats and followed him full time. Right. People returned to their jobs. That's right. Uh, after their after their encounter with him, mm-hmm. um, it comes to mind Zacchaeus. Mm-hmm. 
Zacchaeus didn't quit being a tax collector. He just became better at being a tax collector. Right. He returned what he had extorted mm-hmm. or stolen. Yeah. You know, and um, and he became better at the job that he had before. Right. And there, and we don't have we don't have many uh, many other examples like that. But of the thousands of people that gathered on the shores and heard Jesus speak, they didn't. There's only twelve that 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 received a commission in in that at that moment. Right. Later there were more, but uh, but. Of the thousands, only twelve received a commission, but the thousands received the word and encountered the uh, encountered Jesus in a way that that established a relationship. Right, right, and that's so important. If you if, you know really, if you're listening out there to this podcast, it's so important for you to recognize that you do have a gift, you do have a calling. It doesn't matter where where that gift or calling is. Uh, and very likely, if you're listening to this, the, the majority of the people are actually called in to some kind of, you know, ministry and, and some kind of gifting where you're at. I mean, your business could be raising your family. Your business could be, well, your business is your business. You know, the, the only person in the Bible that Jesus marveled at his faith had the business of being a soldier. And that was his business. So your business is your business, whatever that business is. But you have a calling in it. You have a gift in it. And God wants to speak to you in that place. Well, that's it for today. Joe, thank you. And uh, we're going to continue and do a, a series on this because I think it'll be just very, uh, very good for people to hear, you know, hear us talk about this. And uh, until uh, next time, have a great day. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.